get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Michelle Smallman and Dan McLaughlin, I'm Randy Carrick. The Cards and Cubs open a three-game series tonight at Bush Stadium. And Ian Happ will be in the lineup for Chicago after hitting a couple of home runs yesterday. Ian Happ and his Cubs in town, where, by the way, he made his major league debut just over four years ago and had his first hit against Carlos Martinez. And lo and behold, Carlos Martinez pitches for the Cardinals tonight. Ian Happ is on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, sir. Thanks for your time this morning. How are you? Good. You guys got me okay? Yeah, we, oh, yeah. we do. Hey, I, I want to, because I know all of you hitters have great memories, can you take us through your first Major League hit at bat against Carlos Martinez? Yeah, uh, that was, I believe it was the maybe the fourth at bat of the game or the third at bat of the game. Uh, and I had had a, a ball earlier that I hit into the four hole and Carpenter dove, hit off his glove, and the Bush Stadium scorekeeper gave it an error. Uh, so I had already had that one, and then I came up, uh, and Carlos Martinez gave me a changeup under the zone. It was a great pitch. Um, I think I was just trying so hard to put one in play and get a hit that I, I got the head out uh, and pulled it over the bullpen in right field for a home run. Uh, it was a pretty special day, wearing the pink jerseys for Mother's Day, my mom in the stands, um, and the debut. So it was uh, really, really cool. That's awesome. What a great story. Well, Ian, you're feeling it right now. Two home runs yesterday. I believe you have five in your last seven games. What's clicking for you right now? Uh, man, I, I was able to uh, have a couple good games in Cincinnati um, and then got injured and had to go on the uh, injured list for 10 days. And it was just taking that time to kind of solidify that approach um, to really kind of ingrained some of those things that I was working on both physically, mentally, um, and then bring that back into the game uh, in Detroit when I was finally able to, to come back. And I was hitting the ball really hard um, early in the season, not getting a lot of luck or results. And so it was kind of carrying on with that and, and trusting that process and trying to hit a few more balls in the air. Ian, uh, this is Dan McLaughlin. I do the play-by-play for the Cardinals. And you and I have spoken before. You probably don't remember it, but I do. And uh, I got to tell you, Okay, I'm sick of watching you beat up on the Cardinals. We, the, the Cardinals could not get you out last year. So that's number one. And number two, uh, what's it like coming back to St. Louis? You know, the two teams didn't play last year except in Chicago. So is this something that you look forward to, coming to St. Louis and experiencing uh, the rivalry, rivalry on both sides? Yeah, I really do. Um, you know, I love Bush Stadium. Uh, it's a great place to play, great atmosphere. Um, coming into the city, the hotel, um, the whole thing for us is, is a good experience. Um, been fortunate on some off days here to be able to get out and play some golf in some different places. So I'm a I'm a big fan of the St. Louis trip, and uh, I think just the uh, kind of the respect that the two teams have for each other. Um, I know Arenado coming in will add another element 
to it, which is which is exciting. I, I think that um, these two teams have had so many good players uh, over the last five years that I've been here, um, and that that's always been uh, just just an exciting series, an exciting um, number of games, and I think this is this is no different. Ian, I'm so glad you had a great experience in St. Louis. And the next time you go golfing, maybe bring your teammate Chris Bryant with you because he called St. <laughs> yeah. Louis boring. He said he didn't like it here. So the next time you have a great experience, make sure and bring him along so he can see what St. <laughs> Louis has to offer. <laughs> I'm sure he'll have a great experience if he gets some knocks this weekend. Exactly. And exactly. Cubs play a few ball games. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ian Happ of the Cubs with us on 101 ESPN. And Ian, Athletes are the best at dealing with adversity and circling the wagons. And it seems like for all of the talk during the offseason about how bad the Cubs were going to be and the struggles that your offense endured early in the season, you guys have circled the wagons and you're right there in the hunt in the Central. Yeah, I think we believe pretty strongly in in the group um, and in what we were able to do. Um, and then we've had great contributions from guys uh, who haven't been with this team for, for the last five years. And I think that that's something that's maybe a little bit different about this team than the last couple of years is, is we did offensively have basically the same group every year. Um, and so with Josh Peterson, uh, Matt Duffy's been unbelievable. Um, Marisnik's been great. Uh, Eric Sogard has been a, a huge addition. And then obviously Nico Horner um, kind of uh, coming up and, and being able to help us out early. Uh, with some amazing contributions offensively, but also at second base. I, I think it's just it's a little bit different group than you've seen in the past, um, and it's a bunch of great personalities in in the clubhouse. And I think the most important thing um, is that that camaraderie and that um, kind of ability to always pick each other up. And we knew early in the season that that <laughs> that tough stretch for the first two weeks wasn't going to last. The uh, the media didn't thought it might last forever, but we were we were convinced that it couldn't possibly last that long. I'm curious, Ian, uh, we're going to have double capacity tonight, so probably roughly like 30,000 fans, and then uh, Bush Stadium's going to open up on June 14th. Um, what was it like playing with no fans at one of the great places uh, to watch a game, which is Wrigley Field, and it's one of the great cities in our country, and, and now you're starting to see fans back in there. What What was it like from a player's perspective trying to get – ready every day and we know some guys had down years you did not you had an mvp type season so what was it like to to do that with no fans and now getting fans back in the ballpark it was definitely difficult um to get yourself ready every day uh i i think it was just eerie i think seeing wrigley field empty um yeah, obviously we were on the concourse quite a bit because the weight room was outside the food was outside um, and just walking, you don't, as a player, you really don't get to see the concourse or the stands or, you know, those parts of Wrigley Field. So it was just eerie to kind of walk around and, and the I am legend version of Wrigley Field. Um, but it was nice for us to have the rooftop still with some fans. Uh, I think that helped a little bit just to see people, to see that people were watching. Um, but I think the 60 game season was difficult for a lot of guys that had played every day for so long. And, and right now you think about it, we're 40 some games in, we still have a hundred plus left at this point. We were two thirds of the way or more um, done with the season last year. And so my stat line right now wouldn't have made me very happy um, a year ago. And I, I think that that was something that guys really struggled with was if you got down 
early and kind of struggled like I did for the first month this year, there wasn't any time to make it up. So there was a lot of pressing. Um, and that's just not the way, you know, 162 baseball, 102 game season is played. You know, you have time, you have to make adjustments. It's a long season. There's um, a lot that, that you have to go through. So I think that part was really difficult. Um, but having fans back uh, in the stands and, and being able to see these guys, these people and just how much that they missed baseball, how much that they're excited to be there, to experience it. Um, you see on social media all the time, people coming back for the first time and their emotions and, and their excitement and how big of an experience it is to get back in the ballpark. And I think that's just something that's so special about our game. Ian, I wanted to ask you about what's the biggest talking point in baseball right now, and that's about the unwritten rules. A lot of people talking about the situation in Chicago with the White Sox, with your mean Mercedes and, and Tony La Russa, and it seems like everybody falls on one side or the other with this unwritten rules debate. So I'm just curious where you stand. What do you think about the unwritten rules in baseball? Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> there's some that I like, and there's a lot that I don't like. I think um, – Facing position players harder than people think. Like any time that you can, uh, any time that you can put a home run on the scoreboard, I don't know that many teams are protecting their starting or their uh, position players from their pitching stats. I think if I'm if I'm an outfitter, I'm hoping that guy swings and pops up so we can get the game over with. I don't want our position player to walk him and have to stand out there any longer when it's a massive blowout. So I say swing the bat and let's get the game moving. Ian Happ does some great community things. First of all, you're a self-described coffee connoisseur, and you've got this great compound uh, or, or this great coffee that you have, your COVID coffee for COVID relief. Uh, I want to know what makes a great cup of coffee, in your opinion. Oh, that's a great question. Uh, <laughs> in my opinion, in my opinion, it is first and foremost the quality of the beans that you're sourcing. Um, that's the biggest thing. And then the roast process. Um, and, and for me, I'm more on the lighter end of the spectrum. My mother uh, opposite, she's on the darker end of the spectrum. <laughs> so I like a lighter roast. Um, I think that it really brings out the flavor, um, of the beans and it lets that the coffee kind of express itself a little bit more. And so that's what I think makes it a great cup of coffee. And I think the, one of the wonderful things about coffee is that, everybody's palate is a little bit different. And, and with Connect Grocers, we have a line of coffee that is from light to medium to um, the morale blend that's actually in our clubhouse that's a medium dark. So uh, I think we give customers a nice wide range. Um, and it's been awesome to see how much the fans, the people in Chicago um, and around the country have really enjoyed kind of getting to try Connect Grocers, learn about the coffee, learn about the, the give back that we do save the children um, and the food bank in Chicago, and I think we've donated over 18,000 meals to this point, um, which has been really, really special, and, and we're just so so excited that the community supported us through the whole thing. That's amazing. That's awesome. And you can go to connectroasters.com and buy a bag or several of Ian's quarantine coffee that goes to COVID relief. And then the other thing you do is a podcast, The Compound, with a couple of your former minor league teammates, Zach Short and Dakota Meckes. And how do you like it? How do you, Obviously, you're a good talker. You know what's going on. But how, how much fun do you have doing it? I, we have a lot of fun. It's something that started um, during the shutdown last year. We were all living together in Arizona. 
uh, and I kind of forced the guys into doing a podcast just to <laughs> see see if we could give some of the baseball fans some content and kind of connect and let people know how we were doing through the shutdown. And then it, it kept going. People enjoyed it. Uh, we were really surprised by the support. And so we kept doing it through the season. Um, and now because Dakota is in the, uh, the Cubs minor league system and Zach is uh, between AAA and the big leagues with the Tigers, uh, it kind of gives us a way to connect. It gives us a way every week to get on Zoom and talk to each other uh, and have some guests on. Um, you know, We like to have our teammates on or guys from around the league and hopefully uh, kind of shed some light on what it means to be a big league baseball player and that these people are humans. These people aren't just the zoo animal that you see behind the netting and get to yell at, that they're, they're actual people and, and these are their interests and just kind of try to humanize guys sometimes. And I think it helps fans connect with players uh, and it makes guys easier to root for because you kind of know their story. You know why um, they're doing what they're doing and why they play the game. And um, it's something that's been pretty, pretty cool for us to be able to share with everybody. So do you want to get on this side of the microphone? Uh, obviously later rather than sooner because you want to have a nice long career, but do you, do you want to do this stuff? Yeah, hopefully no time soon, but it's exactly. that, uh, yeah, it's something that when I'm done playing would be, would be interesting to be fun for me. Um, I've always enjoyed kind of talking about the game and being able to uh, share different sides of it. I think that um, the fan base in Chicago has kind of made me realize how special uh, what we do is and, and how much people care about it. And if I can contribute to that on the back end of my career in a different way, that would be um, something that would mean a lot to me. Good for you. That's great. Ian happened the Cubs in town playing tonight, tomorrow, and then Sunday night baseball, and you hit two home runs last night, and we're rooting for you to hit a couple more solo shots tonight in like a 4-2 Cardinal victory. Sorry we can't root for the Cubs. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. As long as you guys are rooting for me, I appreciate that. That's one step in the right direction. All right. And on the game tonight, yep. I'm going to promote your coffee. I want to I want to get make sure we, we, we do a lot for COVID relief. So thanks for coming on and doing this. I, I definitely want to make sure that we get the word out. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate the support. You right. got it. Thanks, Ian. Have a great weekend in St. Louis. Ian Happ of the Cubs on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The College Football Playoff Committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.